Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and a place where we delve into all sorts of improv topics. And because today is that big special 100, I couldn't think of a better group of people to get on than some of my favourite people in the world, the wonderful improv troupe that are the Oikers. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means that you can ask Alexa to play the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. And now it's time to go off script and have some fruity, juicy oika fun. Welcome everybody to the 100th episode of the podcast. I am super excited about this episode and we've got some very special guests here because we've got the Oikers. So we don't quite have the full complement of Oikers, but we've squeezed uh, as much oikery juicy goodness as we can into this episode and we may get some some more oikers joining us as this uh, progresses because you never know when oikers uh, might just appear out of nowhere like a ninja so i'm just going to call you out in the order that i see you on my screen and we'll say first of all hello to dave nice hello to seki you you have to speak don't just wave it's not a video podcast (laughs) oh zoom cancelled it sorry Hello. <laughs> Hello to Michael. Hello. Hello to Mark. Hello. Hello to Liz. Hi. And hello to San. Hello. Now, all of you have been uh, guests on previous episodes, whether it was just coming on to talk about yourself and your own improv journey, or whether you've come on to talk about various different topics, which you have. Some of you come back multiple times, and um, it's been great to have you on. And now we're here collectively as a unit and the oikas have been mentioned many times on the podcast but i'm just gonna put it out to you guys now to sort of maybe just take turns and maybe just describe what the oikas means to you well the oikas to me means a great bunch of people getting together and having a good laugh every other wednesday on zoom and um, performing, I would say, fairly regularly on a, on a regular basis, fairly. Um, and when I first started improv, I, I searched YouTube and you couldn't really find anything. Now, I can, I can go into 99 other podcasts and listen to other improvisers. Um, being interviewed on this um, on the on the Liverpool Improv um, podcast, um, yeah. Anybody else? In the style of monologue thief. <laughs> Speaking of improv and the Oikers, uh, the the first phrase that comes to mind is bourbon sweats. <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm hoping I pronounce that right because I tend to say bourbon, <laughs> but it, bourbon sweats. Yeah, one of the prevailing callbacks that that first glued us together, I guess, way back when. But it keeps showing up, just like Brian Blessed. Anyone can take <laughs> over and 
which, which, I, which I was, yeah, which I was just going to say, Brian, Sir Brian Blessed, as he should be, really. Oh. I mean, he should be, he should be a sir. But yeah, Brian Blessed, beloved, who's always mentioned in every session that we do, irrespective of whether he's there or not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think to me, the Ikers, not just fellow improvisers, I think you're also friends and I think you're also mean to me family in an improv family and I uh, yeah thanks Seki but yeah um I mean I, I'm hand on heart now you mean the world to me really I mean I love you all in ways uh, that I can't mention and last few years or so since we started have been really really good and I've had some fun memories of performing with the Oikers and I have a part in history because it was mine and Ian's scene that first generated our team name yeah. over those many years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, probably for me, it's the fact we're such a diverse group in terms of how we look at improv on our own personal level. You know, we there's those of us who like puns, those of us who are um, have more of like a physicality with our characters some are more character based and you know it's that's what is so unique about our group and that you know that helps each scene no matter no matter what the game is no matter who's in it it you know we all bring our own unique style to it and that's what get that's what makes it enjoyable from our own perspective and what makes a great show as well the fact we all gel have so different different styles of improv yet also it meshes well yeah that's Absolutely. um I, I was just gonna say that um for me um it's uh very much as mark said you know it's like a a really uh and what david said like, like a diverse but like sort of unique group of people who all gel together because we all met through um doing zoom improv zoom classes on uh during the pandemic and uh most of us didn't really know each other before then a couple of us had briefly met but most you know most people didn't know each other but we all just seemed to gel so well in all the classes that we did together on Zoom and then we'd go from one class and then we'd do the next bit and then the next course. And it became obvious that the same group of people were all meeting and we, you know, we just all had that sort of bond together and we could create really good scenes and have a good laugh together. And so it just became sort of natural to um to continue. Uh, and I remember the you know first meeting some people we hadn't met before, like in the the park prof thing that we did um, with Emma, and um, you know most of us hadn't met met in in person before as well, so that was really good having that opportunity. So you know it's a lot of like it's quite a history to it really, and um, I know some of us uh, we we go off and on a little bit sometimes we we have to break off for certain reasons but then we always come back to it and it's always there you know it's just like a little comfort thing that's always there for us yeah yeah uh, yeah for me um i was i wasn't part of the original oikers um and when i used to see you before i'd be like 
oh, they're a lovely bunch. I'd like to be part of that. And then I'll never forget the message. Seki sent me a message and messaged and said, Ian's going to ask you something soon on um, Messenger. And I was like, oh, what have I done? What have I done And um, he messaged me um, and he asked me, did they want to be part of the Oikers? He said, take your time. You don't, you know, don't, don't, don't rush into it if you don't want to. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, don't worry. <laughs> so, I remember running around the house going, I am an Oiker, I am an Oiker. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, I think they can knew you all individually from LCI, but um I think it is it is a unique group. It's like we are more than friends, I think. I think in improv you're vulnerable, aren't you? You, you can you can show your vulnerable side, but each and every one of us knows um each other's but vulnerabilities and we know what 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 to say in scenes or what not to say in scenes or Sometimes, if you, even if we get a little look, you think, oh, I've changed that because they don't like that. We don't need to tell each other what we don't like and what we do like now because we're that, I think we're that close now. Yeah. I think everyone's, yeah. everyone's kind of hit the nail on the head, really, with how I feel as well, because we're a completely random bunch of people, yet we are sort of so together. And I don't feel we're friends because i feel we go deeper than friends i feel family ex explains us way better than friends because friends are often you know like-minded people that like all the same things they're the people you choose as your friends but we're so very different in, in so many ways and there's lots of things that we we like that are the same but then there's so many things that we are like very far apart on in terms of tastes and things and that is more family-like to me, I think. Families, yeah. Mm, yeah. siblings and things, you know, have all sorts of various different interests mm. and they go off and they'll go off to their different friendship groups where they have very similar interests, but then they're drawn back as family. And I think the fact that we formed during a time when everything was online kind of makes it special as well, because for us, that is normal oikering. So it, it kind of just makes it easy for us to come together as our little Oika family in the Zoom room every couple of weeks. And obviously we've we've expanded into like doing in-person. <clears throat> Since the world opened up again, we can go into shows, we'll get together for the odd sort of little rehearsal session here or there. Um, or like recently, uh, like Liz and Mark, you've been performing in shows and, and those that were able to go went to support you. Um, There's little things like that. The messages of support when people have got things going on in their life as well. You know, Oikas are always there offering support and uh, lending a hand in times in need. So, yeah, I think that Oikas are a family unit. And yeah, Oikas come and Oikas go sometimes, but it's always here. And I like to yeah. think it will always be here. Um, and some of the original Oikas that haven't been with us now for a couple of years, for example, I still consider them to be Oikas. And, uh, the, you know, it'll they'll always be welcome back into the family if ever they choose to, to come home. 
I've, ne- I've never known so many mis- misfits to fit in so well. I think what really works, one really good dynamic in the whole group, which I think is gold dust because so many groups will be different from this, I can imagine. But whatever ego we have, they're very, whatever ego is behind every oiker, just completely melts away and there's never anyone grabbing and holding on to things there's always space for everybody not Mm -hmm. not all groups can do that so i think that's what we've got going for us we make space for each other absolutely and if if yeah if, if if we realize we're so hyper aware when someone's not taking up their space we grab that space and make it for them if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. I've um, I've never never picked up on any egos in the Oikers, but I do know some groups that have split up because of that problem. Yeah. But I've never witnessed it here. Never felt it. No. No. I think it. I think it always. I always feel like safe on this online space every couple of weeks. Whenever I've been around, I know I've not been around recently, but whenever I do come around, come along. I always feel safe. I feel supported. I think it's apart from everyone, even when they're not in the scene, like now and again, you hear the laughter in the background. Like uh, Seki in particular, I can always hear her laugh, especially when somebody makes a poem, usually <laughs> myself or Ian or someone. And like, just that, you know. But yeah, it's just, it's just nice. And the memory for me that just comes to mind, one of my favourite memories is when all all of us performed at the Hanky Panky show in Chester, when even Jenna came yeah. along. Oh, yeah. I think for me that's my favourite show. Because oh. uh, we were all there, which was like one in a million occurrence, but it was just so lovely for all of us to be there in person. Uh, it was just a great show, great audience, and obviously great pancakes by Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Hanky Panky. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just always a safe, safe and supportive space. Definitely. Yeah. Um, just yeah, um, friendship as well because I had a recent stint in hospital and the support I got was amazing. Um, I never thought I could reach out to people and ask because I'm I'm not a big asker for support, but I didn't hesitate to ask because any of you and you're all you were all there for me, whether it be in person or just just um, emotionally. So I thank you all for that. It it was fantastic. I'll never forget it. Thank you. All. Very well. <laughs> <There's the ego. laughs> I, I need round two with that with that um nettle that's growing out of your hedge though. <laughs> round two soon with my clippers. <laughs> yes, please. It's crying out. <laughs> oh, have you got some help for your garden, Sam? Have oh, you? have looks of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. So I will just say I, I have just heard from another Oika who is on her way at some point oh, soon oh. so we will be joined by jenna as well Yay. the lesser spotted uh jenna of the oikers <laughs> um, yeah what's your favorite memory 
Um, probably, probably one of them for me was do it. I mean, the shows we've done, um, and probably more recently the um, Robin Hood International Festival. Because yeah, you know, we've done like relatively local, so of Liverpool, Wirral, Chester, um, North Wales. The chance for us to spread our legs a bit and sort of go to. Um, I don't think spread our legs. This is a derp, Dave. No idea what was going on there. Then. <laughs> 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 I missed that. <laughs> I mean, spread the, the festival. Spread <laughs> <laughs> our wings. Fly. Oh, our wings. That's better. Stephanie's <laughs> <laughs> gone. <laughs> no, my favourite memory. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a chance to go to um, a different um, different city. Um, I mean, sadly, I wasn't there for Leeds, but uh, the chance to at least do Nottingham um, was a great thing for me as well. And it was a great. It was a, I think it was a relatively smallish crowd, but they were still kind of relatively responsive and that's what you kind of look for as a group and it kind of spurs you on to um yeah you kind of feed off that energy and it um yeah for for the record dear listeners dave has turned a bright shade of pink (laughs) (laughs) dave's gone himself now (laughs) what about you liz um i think for me uh my favourite memories are when we when we do stuff live because I enjoy the Zoom sessions, obviously. But for me, I always enjoy the live sessions, uh, the live uh, gigs that we do. And uh, I was obviously there for the big one when we uh, hanky panky because I think there was nine of us there, complimenting mm. uh, people, and that was really special because I think it's the only one where all of us have actually managed to to make it uh unfortunately I, I couldn't do the robin hood uh but i did the leeds one and i've done we've done stuff in chester and um north wales liverpool and everywhere and we also did <coughs> we were part of the um uh the birthday bash thing for emma uh last mm. year i think it was um, and she had several different groups doing stuff um, as part of her birthday bash, and we were invited to that as well. So, you know, all, all the stuff that we do live, um, I just really enjoy that. Um, and it's great to see people in person as well as on Zoom because uh, I always remember the first time I think I met some of you was, um, like I mentioned before, the Park Prof thing that we did during... Uh, it must have been in 2021 uh, in the summer when we all met in Sefton Park. And, yeah, that was the first time a lot of us had seen each other in person. It was just so special to be part of a, a separate uh, part of a larger group, but also know that we're all a little unit of our own as well. Yeah. So anything live for me is always special. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What about yourself, Sophie? Oh, gosh. Um... 
Oh, yeah. I realize how tough that question is when it's directed at you. The tricky thing, right, is because there were different moments. I met all of you at different times. So Sefton Park, yeah, for others. And for others yet, it was later on. It was later on. So a lot of this is intimately connected with LCI and Liverpool. So Liverpool is the place I associate with the Oikers the most, if not Zoom. Yeah. So yeah, so many good memories. Gosh, um, whenever I see an oiker in a workshop, there's always like a part of me that goes, yeah, like oh, like mm, a, a happy place. There's a happy place here. Uh, we don't need to be in scenes together, but if we're in a scene together, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if we're not, we, we yeah, we, there's just this instant like they've got my back, and mm -hmm. it's really nice, super super nice. And then we don't have to be similar to each other. That's the best part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I've got one particular favorite memory. And it was when we were on Zoom and Liz's um, computer was playing up and it was on a very short repeat. Dong, 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 dong. Honestly, because afterwards my stomach was hurting so much with laughing and till about 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Two hours after we finished, I'd be watching the telly and every now and again, I'd just go into the giggles. That really gave me a stitch, to be honest. Oh, I'm glad that amused you. <laughs> it was brilliant. It happened, it happened to Liz a lot, right? She just, yeah. she just went on repeat. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Like, I was just going in and out the screen like really fast. Say it like that, yeah. Yeah. It definitely doesn't happen in real life. That no, means. no, thankfully. <laughs> you get arrested. What <laughs> about yourself, Ian? You've got a favourite memory? Uh, I have many uh, memories that I love. I love the laughter more than anything, especially mm. the nights when, when we just get really silly. Um, mm -hmm. But probably uh, one of my favourite moments as an oika uh, was standing there uh, after a gig in uh, Monodissa, in Cafe Issa, in full Oika's attire, uh, asking Seki to marry me and her saying yes. So. <laughs> That's, That's got to be a favourite memory. <laughs> I didn't remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> that too, that too. You couldn't forget it, could you? <laughs> Did I say that? as well i could see liz she was i think she was sitting it was late late in the evening so we were, we were, yeah, we were tired <laughs> long evening of we tried to combine stand-up comedy and improv in one evening so it was a long yeah. evening was wasn't long. It? Yeah. so i remember liz sitting there when it all happened yeah yeah in a state of shock oh let's go you mark because I remember you said he's not going to say what I think he's going to say, is he? Or something like that. Yeah. And he did. I'm just, I'm, I'm sort to lose weight so I can get into the redress. <laughs> the wedding. I wouldn't no, say it's... well. Like, I hadn't planned, I hadn't planned uh, to propose that night. It just felt right in the moment. And part of that was because of, yeah. of who was there, you know? It was, it was just oh. a room full of loads of amazing people. And. Hmm. I was on a, 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 you know, a real high from how the night had been, and I realised it had been a success because uh, because of all you guys were there and everyone in the room that was supporting, and 
Uh, it just it just felt like the perfect time to to ask that question and um, continue the journey of Seki and myself uh, further beyond the, the the realms of just improv. Mm. Is the lesson then to propose hi? If it had gone badly, you still be boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> oh dear. Mark, have you got a favourite game? An Oiker game? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, I do like doing domestic Olympics, but the commentating, because I really love, like... Um, coming up with like pun names you know like like mike stand and uh stand stand things like that i just hmm. love doing commentary um one of my other favorite memories is when we did a show at flying the love with lci and liz dressed up with a headband oh, yeah. And, oh yeah yeah that was just that was just hilarious <laughs> just just like limbering up and headband on and yeah. Oh, that was that was just one of my. We've lost it. <laughs> yeah, no, just just yeah, just a picture of Liz in a headband and like limbering up. Yeah, that was. Just... But I do like that game. And um, what other what games do I like? Oh, that's very yeah, domestic Olympic. Oh, I think we might have somebody joining yeah. us. <laughs> hey, hello, Jenna. Hey, hello, Jenna. Long time no see. We're gonna, we're gonna paint the scene for you, listener. A lovely lady has just joined the Oiker session, and it's our Jenna. Hey. Hello. Hello. So you've joined us mid-record of the podcast here, Jenna, and we've just all been uh, saying what the Oikers means to us and sharing. Some of our favourite memories. Um, so it was great to see you. We haven't seen you for a while. And um, listeners of the podcast uh, will know that Jenna has been a, a guest on the show as well previously. So she's just adding to the <laughs> the podcast joy. And uh, just jump in and tell us what it means to be an oika and favourite memories from oikering. <laughs> um, yeah, what it means to be an Oika. I um for me it just goes back to Liverpool comedy improv and it goes back to meeting all you great people, having that connection, um, creating those bonds through the pandemic online, having that escapism, that outlet, and just being able to grow together and laugh together and become a bunch of friends that also all enjoy improv um it's been great I've been out the loop because I've been so busy at work and other things and different things happening um but I still felt like I was an oika and I could jump back in at any time and I think that's the nice thing about the group everybody you know everybody's part of the group oh spot on yeah seeing your face Jenna just reminded me of the first time I heard moon pig and that was you using it in a scene. <laughs> and I, I didn't know what moon pig was. And so I thought it was an amazing mix of the, the word moon pig. And you had used it in a game of enter exit or alphabet. I think it was alphabet. 
Mm -hmm. I think you, you were at letter M and you said moon pig and it was so mystical, <laughs> so mystical. But then it was such a letdown when I actually found out what moon pig actually was. <laughs> Your moon pig was better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, over the over the period of the podcast, since it's been in existence, uh, around about three years now, is that right? I think so. Um, You've all been on, uh, so as I said earlier, some of you multiple times, but uh, most importantly, you've all been massive supporters of the podcast. Uh, you, you've helped me toss ideas around for coming up with ideas for uh, different specials. You, you, you've come on and spoken about all sorts of different things, and you always like and share all of the, the messages that I put out, sort of advertising the show every week. So... I've always really appreciated the support of everyone uh, when it comes to this podcast. So thank you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> my, one of my favorite, well, two of my favorite games are Party Quicks. I, I really like that one. Yeah. And um, one um, not many people played, which is That's What She Said. I'm sure we've played it here. That's What She Said. Yeah. Is it that? Is it he said, she said? No, no. <laughs> or, or, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Yes. Yes. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh, oh, don't get us started because we're going to end everything with that now. <laughs> if you know what I mean. He spreads his legs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He claims we all have. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of it went on in Nottingham. Yeah, we missed it. We missed it. Um, <laughs> um, if I can just say one of my favourite games that um, I. Uh, when I very first started doing improv, which was um, a course that I did with Emma, it wasn't it wasn't linked to LCI as such. It was a, a course that she used to do at Mad Sad Academy of Drama, uh, and it was in 2018. She was actually one of the tutors there then, and she did an improv course, and I went along to that um, a bit, sort of a bit of trepidation really because. I in my brain I thought everyone's going to be about twenty, and uh, you know I'm going to feel left out. Not, well, not left out, but like out of place. Mm. And I hadn't done any any kind of acting, improv, anything before at all. So I was a complete novice, but it was brilliant and just felt so sort of welcomed in that little group. And we did a lot of um, she, she introduced a lot of games into it. And we did a showcase at the end of the 10 week course. But the game that I, uh, was uh, my favourite, which is still one of my favourites, was New Choice. Mm -hmm. And I chose to be in that in the showcase. And I just absolutely loved New Choice ever since then. And so whenever we do it, either as part of the Oikers or, um, you know, LCI drop ins or any other um, improv stuff I go to, it's one of my favourite go to games. So, you know, it's it's one that I feel um, it, it can it can bring quite a bit of physicality into it as well because you can have new choice not just in in the words that you use but in the 
in the body language or in expressions or in physicality, that kind of thing as well. Mm. So um, that's probably one of my favourites, I think. Um, and always, I think, I, yeah. I think I have a lot really that are my favourites. I guess in games, um, doing it live at LCI, I would always shy away. And when I did do them, I was nervous because if I don't get guess it correctly, I'm going to spoil the game. But playing them here has made me relax a lot more into them. And um, and I do play them, and I do play the guessing part now mm. um, whenever I can when, when we do it live at LCI and really enjoy it. Uh, I love guessing games. One of my favourite is a blind date, which we haven't done for a while. Mm. I, I like being one of the contestants playing an animal. I like playing animals. I think it's fun playing <laughs> animals, really. Is. Yeah. Any guessing game, um, just loads, isn't it? Guessing game. I like director's course as well, especially when Ian directs yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> another one. Um, oh, the line one, what's it called? When you get the line, you take your line out. What's my line? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we played that on Monday, in fact, the LCI. But... Oh, but I wasn't there. That's typical. We have a soft spot for Dave's Attenborough as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yes. Attenborough with Dave hosting. Is that one of your favourites, Dave? Or which animal game is your favourite? Um, probably say, um, the, probably definitely the, yeah, the likes of Attenborough is probably up there. Um, probably more for me personally, it's things like uh, um, Actors Nightmare, where two yeah. persons, one of you's got, mm. one of you's got a book. You're reading random oh, lines yeah. out of that, and your scene partner has to justify it. I love that as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, we were, um, I, I did it at a recent LCI as well, and it's, um, it's with Helen Jones, and she was like, we were just like, it wasn't necessarily like a like a, I didn't necessarily always use much lines. I was just using like maybe the line would be a word and it fitted in perfectly. And whether it's with, you know LCI with the, you know us as a group, it's just uh, it's one of for me. It's easily top ten. Yeah, excellent. Top ten. Um, like with San, also director's cut. Um, that's up there as well. Um. And there's just so many we've done that we've maybe not necessarily done for a while. Yeah. That'll be like, oh yeah, that that's a great game. That's a great game. Yeah. One that's yeah, one that's just come back to me, and I don't know the name of it, and I should do is the one where one person says what they like, and two other people only have two lines each they can say. Phraseology. That's yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it's, about theology as well, yeah. Yeah, I love playing that, especially when you've only got two lines. Yeah. It's, it's amazing say. what you can do with just two lines and the different ways you can say those two that lines is, to make it mean something different each time. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I remember a memory, actually, back uh, in, in the pandemic days, uh, I think perhaps before we were even officially the Oikers, it was a game that we would play a lot in LCI sessions and I was desperate, desperate to be the man in the middle, but I was never mm -hmm. given the man in the middle role. I was always given 
one of the other roles. And then before one of the sessions once, I just, I messaged Emma and I just said, I love this game. We play this game like all the time, but you never pick me to be in the middle. Can I be the man with all the words? <laughs> and she's <laughs> never forgotten. She's never forgotten. So she'll always sort of reference if ever we're in a session or anything like that. And she's going to do that game. She'll she'll reference the one with all the words. And it's like, just takes me straight back to, <laughs> to that email that I sent. Just asking to be the one with all the words. <laughs> It was an email. <laughs> it was an email. Yeah. So you, Leanne. That's so you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we used I to. It converse. was a private message. Email. Yeah, it was, was a request since those days. <laughs> it was a very formal request. I would, I would officially like to ask to be the man in the middle with all the words, please. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, what about you? Favorite game. My favourite games are always the ones where you get to speak in gibberish and you <laughs> don't really have to think about the word <laughs> gibberish. And I love that. I love all the physical games. Um, so David Attenborough. Um, and I love Enter Exit because it's really funny and you have to really listen for your line and yeah. it can get a bit chaotic. But also you've got to think about when you're not online, the stage play. Um mm. So, yeah, they're my favourite games, I would say. Dave is absolutely brilliant, I find, at um, Enter and Exit. Yeah. Well on top of it. <laughs> really good timing. Yeah. Especially when the curly wig features as well, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, gets us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> inanimate Oiker members include that wig and yeah. the bands from the Domestic Olympics at Blackpool. Yeah, the, the arm band and the headbands. Yeah. The wig, Owen's cocktail, yeah, her glass. Liz's selection of glasses and hats, yeah. like woolly hats, and... Yeah. yeah, and bigger glasses. I've got, yeah, I just like props as well. Anything where you can use a prop, obviously, like um, whether it's like a headband or hat or glasses or whatever. Um, and some of my favorite games are also when we um you have to for example uh, have a, a random object and use um use that random object somewhere in the game just have to really oh, yeah but um incorporate that into the game somehow as well so these are good ideas for our next show aren't they yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another one i think our favorites is um um, emotional support. Oh, yeah, support. I love emotional support. Really. That, that was my first ever scene live with you, and I was like, and um, put me on first, and I was like, oh, in the fly, I don't know. Like, oh, how do we start off? And then <laughs> once you start again, you just got the sport again, it was just flowing. Yeah. Um, goes so quick as well, doesn't it? Every single scene goes so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Tell like you that. what's another good one. We I don't know the name of it, but we did it in the Hanky Pankies. Um, and I know Dave did it. I think Mark did it. And you stand in the four corners. Four corners. Yeah, that's what it's called. But it's yeah. really emotional and dramatic. Emotional yeah. I know it is. That's it, emotional that's quadrant. Quadrant. Love the emotion yeah. in that. Done that for ages. Yeah. Yeah. Have done that for ages now. Who's that's that's so down. dramatic. You've got no doubt. Yeah. I'm writing all these 
games down. Yeah. One of the things I, I like as, well. as a group is like when you watch Whose Line Is It Anyway, they all sort of know where each other excel. So you'll often see like Colin or Ryan playing particular games because that's where they mm. each know that they'll excel doing it. And even though in our mm. actual sessions where we're just getting together for practices, we will flip around and we'll, we'll try different roles and stuff. Whenever it comes to shows, everyone just kind of automatically sort of knows like who fits what role. I mean, we always pass it around and says who wants to do what, but we've all got sort There's of certain favorite games, different ones like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, no one ever wants to take away like Dave versus Liz in domestic Olympics, for example, like it, it's the <laughs> no, no. competition, like Dave versus Liz. And... <laughs> domestic Olympics, <laughs> or like Jenna, as Jenna in Attenborough, like Jenna loves to be an animal in Attenborough. Yeah, and you love being in the middle, don't you? I love being yeah. in the middle with all the words. With all the words. <laughs> yeah. and with all the words. <laughs> also, shout out to the uh, the Oiker with the. The humblest oiker who's in charge of mugs and t-shirts oh. and the Zoom room. Oh, yes. and Stuart. Not here today. No, So he's been a taxi service today for his children. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all say something nice about Stu then, because Stu's not here, and he said he can't be here. We're said he can't be here. So let's just uh, tell the world how wonderful Stu is. Everybody, he is wonderful. He's one of the most um, nicest people and very, very talented as well. Very talented. Yeah. Very easy to work with. Yeah. And um, and such a lovely bloke. Yes. Nobody could say anything bad about him, really. Well, do we need to say anything? I think Michael said it all. <laughs> yeah. I, I find him, he's got a very dry, sort of understated sense of humour when you do a scene with him. Yeah, very quick-witted. Very dry, very... His voices as well, does he? You know, yeah. voices like that. His voices, and and he, yeah. he, can be, he can be quite physical as well in, yeah. in a scene. He live all the um, the meerkats and the, the buzzing bees and everything. <laughs> he slips into that bed dead quickly and dead easily. Yeah. yeah. The ultimate support player. Yeah. 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 He, did, he did block my toilet once, but... But um talking about um we're talking about favorite games, I mean does anyone have a game that we don't particularly like or enjoy playing? Not that I don't like it, but I find it difficult to do the Olympics one. The, um, what's it called? Domestic Olympics. Domestic Olympics. Mm -hmm. Just find that. I think maybe seeing um, Liz and, and Dave doing it, knowing that how high the standard is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but other than that, I just find it, I can't really get my head around it to jump into it, to be honest. Yeah. 
Well, it's it's probably good in a way that different ones of us like different things, isn't it? Because, um, you know, then or as a, as a unit, then we can all bring different things into the into the mix. Then, because you know, I like games like that. Other people like pun games or guessing games or um, whatever. To be honest, I'm, I'm rubbish at puns and things. Well, you, well, you say that, Liz. You always say that every time we do a pun game, you always say, oh, "I'm not very good at it." And yet, when we do it, you, yeah. are, you always, always come up with the best think of like best one pun. good, good pun usually. Exactly, but it's always the best one, Liz. I mean, you, you do yourself a disservice one. there. I just, I find, I find, find it hard to pun games get to come in myself because I'm too busy laughing at everybody else. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Then, you for, then you forget your own, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You've, got, you've got one lined up and then you just forget it. I, I yeah, well, you've got one lined up. Else does it. Yeah, that's it. You come up with a really good one. You spent about ten minutes thinking of it, and then as you're just about to say it, someone else yeah. does. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Definitely. Tuesday, Sethi, that does that to me. That's half the fun. Oh, do you, Sethi? Oh, Dave is about to say something. For me, for me, it's always like rhyming games because for some reason it's like I, I I can either get the get the mm. rhythm, just not. Mm find any sort of word that connects it's like and i'm just really really panicking so i, th- I guess you know for me it's just probably small practice you know it's some um because i think uh, i think i'm probably getting on on with like pun games it's just for me it's like with that i just need more pra- more exposure to it's off it's exposure now though <laughs> more, uh, more, practice, more, more practice with rhyming and don't yeah. do a lot of rhyming games do you really maybe we all need to practice a bit more i find the impersonation ones when you're given a famous person oh, around and literally that when it moves around and you're you have to switch but the fake trying to be a famous person that i've paid no interest in therefore <laughs> have no idea whether I'm getting any of their quirks and quickly googling at the side <laughs> to check who the person is that's the one yeah uh, yeah because half the time when people mention a famous person if it's an actor or or anything like you know especially with films and things mm. I have no idea who it is and I just I can't, I can't um, join in with it because I think I don't know anything about these people. So yeah, but other people are just so good at uh, jumping in with the, like you say, with the voices or the, uh, you know, famous quotes that this person said or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's very clever when you can do that, but I just haven't got enough knowledge of famous people to do it, unfortunately. Ian will always remember, I think, when I had to do Bambi. <laughs> I had to do the Bambi film and narrate it almost at that like extreme improv. And I'd never, I've never, I've still not seen the film Bambi. Well, I knew there was a deer in headlights. I'd obviously, I, I was asked to be Madonna and I know yeah. who Madonna I is. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Were you ever asked to be meatloaf, though, Michael? <laughs> no, no. Couldn't believe it. I went to a show, and then um, the comedian goes, 
the comedian goes, oh, look, there's meatloaf in the second row. Well, not again. <laughs> so I've actually put it in my own routine now. It's going to be my opening line the next yeah. time I do stand-up. May as well, um, just may as well embrace it, Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, going back to games that uh, I don't like, we don't play it on the Oikers, fortunately, but I don't absolutely hate questions only. I love it. Oh, oh, yeah, that's one I can't do either, Mark. I yeah. think I'm out of the second line. What is it you don't like about it, Mark? Answer yeah. me in a question. I think it's, just, <laughs> it's just the fact, because in improv, when you first start, it's drummed into you not to do questions in a scene. It's, so it's always like, like you don't start off with a question or answer with a question. And I think it's drummed into me so much that I can't get my head around to do a game where it's questions only, and I really struggle. Um, that is my blind spot, questions only. Well, it's the other way around for me, Mark. I'll play the question game, and I enjoy it and everything, and then we go to do normal scenes, and I'll be asking questions. <laughs> I've got my head into question mode. But the best questions game I've ever seen was, I think it was, was it a show? And it might have been a jam or something afterwards. And I think it was Ian and Jen. And he did a, a new... It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a questions usual game. It's like a different type of questions yeah. game. But It's funny because uh, some of us actually played that the other night at Flinchy Funnybone. It's uh, questions only, but in like a, a more sort of long-form style scene. So it's yeah. time to breathe. The scene lasts a good few minutes and you're just speaking questions. Yeah, and you and you, you and Jen that night did it really well. That was probably the best questions only game which I've actually liked watching. <laughs> it was actually that was Jen's idea. Like mm. she, I was there and she came over and she says, Oh, we're we're gonna do the jam and I've had this idea. We've never tried it before. Um, but now I've seen you, I really wanna I really wanna try doing it with you. Do you wanna play it? And then she explained it. I was like, Yeah, sounds great. And then we just did it and uh, it was really fun. Yeah. For your for your reference, dear listener, that is Jen Hardy, Liz's daughter. Oh yeah. So former. That's right. She is. <laughs> I'm I'm so bad at question only that I love it. <laughs> I I love listening to it because yeah. I'm always in awe of people that they can actually um so quickly come up with the questions. Whereas for myself, I'm just not quick enough. By the time I thought of it, I'm out, you know what I mean? So, mm. um, well, that's the joy of, of there being so many of us in this group that different ones of us like different things because um, I've just been jotting down all the different games that people have mentioned. And, you know, um, everybody has a, a, like a different likes and dislikes. And so whenever, you know, we do sh the shows or whether it's online or whether it's, in person, we always have a mix of all those different games that so that to cover everybody's likes, really. So it's good. It's, it's like Ian said, when we um, come to do a show and we choose what games we want to play and then we put our names down and we all seem to gravitate to the games that we're comfortable yeah. with and that yeah. we like, our, knowing our own strengths, I think. Yeah. Which is valuable. Well, I... Go ahead, Zan. Yeah, go on, Sophie, okay. Oh, uh, one really good thing that I get from my time with the Oikers is um, 
I, I work the muscle of unapologetically sucking at things, knowing that uh, it can still be a laugh. I, I started my improvising online really bad at puns. I would just stay quiet. I think a, a lot of people have that journey in, in puns. Mm. But then I would just, I, I knew that I discovered with the worst pun possible, with the most tenuous connection to the words and i learned that you just have to say it with a certain bazaars I'm not yeah. Yeah. like you own it <laughs> and it's well, a that, terrible pun well they're it's funny the as well the really bad ones uh just as funny as the good ones yeah i was saying um remember ian you told me when you done your stand-up the um they groaned at the first few puns yeah. And I remember saying to you, well, that's good, that's okay. Silence is the enemy. <laughs> Deathly silence, that's the enemy. At least you get a reaction, that's Yeah. Good. <laughs> In fact, the, the, the really terrible ones can be a lot more funny than the good ones, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. If you know what I mean. I find it normal, oh. like, like, just if I can work it or out about, like, I'll... I'll just throw in a pun like or one liner because like something happens and then it sparks an idea and I'll say it. And like people could be really cruel. They'd be like, oh, don't give up your day job and stuff like that. And I'm like, if that was on a stage in an improv show, people would be rolling about like laughing yeah. their pants <laughs> off. But out and about, people think that uh, it's fine to just be really mean about your puns. But I kind of see it as <laughs> they they like it. They appreciate it really. Um, but for some reason, it's not cool to say that you like puns. So hey, let, let me get... it's your super, like it's your superhero talent, yeah. like one of your things. So good at puns. Liz gets the best one every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Dave, you want to spread your legs, and you're worried what people think about your puns. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of steel. <laughs> what? What is everyone's favorite fun game? Oh no, I don't have one. I like all of them. I just like the custom pun comes whichever way we, whatever vehicle we use. It's um, it's a pun. So I like all of them. I'm I like all the. Oh. I like B movie. B movie. Which uh, one? Tend to use them yeah, as right. games or. Tend to use them as either warm up games or like closing down games at the end of a session, really, because it's the kind of thing that, well, everyone or most people can can join in if they want to. So um, it's always like a good warm up game, really, isn't it? Or close your game. I think well, well, we did it in um, in Leeds, didn't we? In the show in Leeds, we had a, we did a fun game. We did, yeah. Yeah. I never got one in. <laughs> But I think uh, Santa. No, we haven't mentioned restaurant. Oh yeah, we haven't. It's See, that's one. That's one. That's one of our own. Did our own one of I think. Did we actually make that up ourselves, or is it an actual? No, oh, it's an actual. Um, game. It's an actual game. It's yeah. an actual game. Yeah, I just always see it as our like signature. Oh, yeah. Signature end game for um mm. live shows. Yeah. A lot of times, yeah. Mm. I just want to go back to B movie because Sam mentioned that. I feel that that is like the comfort pun game that we've come to just sort of like it's kind of the easiest because I, I know that 
one six eight stresses people out more. I think mm -hmm. most. <laughs> I really like mm -hmm. one six eight because I like when you can tell a pun that sort of goes on a bit of a meandering story first, and often I'll do that yeah. because I don't know. I'll think in my head, oh, that's the punchline, but I don't know how to get there. So I like sometimes going on <clears> a journey, <throat> thinking it out as I say it. But I also really like um, the more recent game, which I which I came up with, the pun jury one. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. Really good at that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that one. Jenna doesn't know that one, do you, Jenna? No. <laughs> Come on, next time, new player. Because I really love puns so much. Punning <laughs> 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 gibberish. Yeah, there you go. Go, because I'm a gibberish for me. And Jenna said that with real conviction there. Yeah. <laughs> The more you do puns, it, it kind of um, trains your brain how to do them. Yeah. And then mm. you get better at them, definitely. Yeah, it's just practice, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do them, it's just my brain doesn't work when they're on. That makes sense. <laughs> you always think of things afterwards, can't you? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I should have said this and I should have said that. <laughs> yeah. I've stopped oh, so doing that now. It's connections for me. With... Go on, sorry, Seki. Oh, go ahead, Janet. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. It's fine. Hmm. I forgot it now. <laughs> I was saying with puns, what it is for me, it's the making of connections. Mm. That's what it is. And it's like, does that really connect? Does that really link? Rather than just thinking it and saying it. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I think there can be an element of overthinking it, though. Uh, yes. Better yeah. to just. Just jump in and say it because if it if it's rubbish, it doesn't matter because someone else has got someone else to say yeah. straight after your rubbish thing, and then you'll be forgotten. Yeah, True. I think I think it's funny as well. Sometimes I get up and I go, "It's a yeah, whatever." And even that's funny because people are laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. I, I, I did it in Leeds, didn't I? I yeah. stepped and long and forgot. Just said goodbye and step back. But I think people watching appreciate that it's a hard thing to do, to just do that on the spot, especially when you're on a stage with an audience. So I yeah. think they just appreciate the effort. Yeah. Mm. There's, there's not many not many groups that do short form, are there? No. Short form shows, I think it's brilliant. I love it, yeah. 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 I think that's kind of our speciality, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, several of the... Yeah. Several of us are in various stages of long form journeys as well, form. right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, we, some of us have delved into this in and out since since the online stuff happened. So um, that's where we 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 found groups where we've explored it on our own. And I, I find myself I don't know about the rest of you, but I find myself stringing a lot of the escalation muscles from short form and just using it in a narrative form. And then you're just kind of weaving it into a very long story with other people you're doing a set with. So the short form still plays into it that way. If you've, if you've been honing your, your what do you call it? Your, your escalation muscle, for example, I think is really important. Yeah, something I'm, I'm on a course at the moment. Um, and we're doing a performance at the end of December. So, what's that with Michael? That's with LCI. Oh, yeah. that we're at. Um, 
long form. Add the Oculus event, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is oh. it a long, long form one, Michael? Long form, yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. I really enjoy long form. I feel it's more. I don't know. It reminds me more of acting. Yeah. Oh, developing your character over a longer time, and you've got the narrative arc yeah. or the narrative structure, and you've got more time to develop relationships and to build the history between the characters. But short form, short form does train you well to be able to jump into mm. into that and develop. But um, that yeah. Yeah. So I think. What's great about short form is short form is for any audience. I think long form is for improvisers that love improv. And I think short form is for like the layman that doesn't necessarily have to know anything about improv. It is the improv comedy side of things that can draw anybody in the way that loads of people watch whose lines it anyway that know nothing about improv they're not improv fans they're not going to the theater to watch long form sets but it's short and it's funny and you don't yeah. have to hold their attention and it doesn't seem arty because for some people the thought of watching a play is terrifying oh no i don't want to watch a play yeah. <laughs> it's not very me um but short form is great for just being there as a gateway to improv and giving people a laugh yeah it's more, it's more fun i think sure yeah you get more belly laughs that you're also sure for yeah especially yeah. when you make an oiker uh if you make an oiker corpse yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not hard is it <laughs> it's, it's funny you should say that second because i was just thinking about that question just now like the amount of times we've corpsed in in here, like, I'm terrible, like, just the game, I think it's called I'm a Fairy Princess. That game cracks me up. I mean, I, I lose it every time we play it. <laughs> and I sort, of, I sort of half look forward to it, but half dread it because I know I'm going to break <laughs> at some point. But, um, and it just makes me laugh, especially Dave, when he goes, I'm a Fairy Princess. It's the very day said that. One Dave, do it. I'm a fairy princess. <laughs> uh, well, Michael, you did mention the show that you're going to be doing some long forming, and we're going to be doing some short forming. So let's just talk about that because that is fast approaching, and tickets are available. And when this show goes out tickets should still be available um so someone did the official bit say what it is where it's happening and how they can get tickets well it all started with um a long a long form course and the people who were doing it want to put on a showcase but what emma's done emma bear that biblical comedy improv has put around it a much bigger show where we're invited as well to perform and um, moses and Baird, which is Stuart moses and Emma Bed are going to be performing, um, and I think and there's a mixer team too. There's a um, uh, LCI mixer team of I believe it's five people. I think it's the twenty first of December at yeah, the Arts Bar. Thursday, yeah. is it Thursday twenty first? Yeah, twenty yeah. Yeah. first of December, twenty first seven p.m. at the Arts Bar. 
Um, tickets are still available, and from Liverpool Comedy Improv, you can find that on Facebook, and I think she's on um, something else too. But mainly Facebook. That's where most people go for this. Oh, um, she's got a website which is Liverpool Comedy Improv, and you can you can put that in the search engine. It'll come up and it'll tell you about the tickets and and there are tickets still remaining. So. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. It might not yeah. be. I see two remaining. prices, £10 or £8, and it's the Liverpool Arts Bar Hope Street yeah. on the 21st of December. Yeah. By the time this goes out, there might not be tickets, but you know, you don't know if you don't go and check. Yeah. It's quite a big venue. You know, you know, it's that Studio 3, the big, top floor, where we normally... Studio at the top, yeah. Yeah, so that's it's... Really, they've made it into a really nice studio space, actually. And it's got its own bar and stage and everything. It's yeah, like there's a bar in there. It's a self-contained little studio um, above the arts bar. So it's a really nice venue. Mm-hmm. I've quite a lot of people in there too. <laughs> oh, Have I not been in this room then? Is it? Is uh, there- it's where we normally not- perform. They've, they've put a small stage in there now, Ian, by the big wall of mirrors at the bottom. Okay. The top floor of the Arsbar, you've definitely been in there. So, you've been in there with Brian with us. Palermo. Brian Palermo workshop was there, Ian. Yeah, they've just made it and they've just refurbished it a little bit and uh, got a stage at one end and a bar at the other now. So right. is that bar going to be open on the night down at Yeah, it is, yeah. It was oh, open right. when I went to a gig there. Oh, nice. Wow. Literally raising the bar. <laughs> okay. Literally raising the bar to the top floor. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think I think we should. 168 go. <laughs> Quakers, 168 Quakers going to the well, bar. Into the arse bar. <laughs> 68 they say, don't you be spreading your legs in here. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she falls over on the stage. <laughs> don't, don't stick on my puns. <laughs> You've got your one hour now, Ian. Yeah. So. Um, does anyone have any closing statements they want to say before we say goodbye? Just that um, I've had a fantastic time with the Oikers. It is like a family. I'm very proud to be a member and extremely happy to be a member. And improv in general has been so amazing for me, for, in, for my particular situation to move forward um, as a person. Um, Anybody else? Yeah, I think it helps you to make connections as well. Um, it it sort of opens up a bit of a network, doesn't it? Because uh, you know you get uh, you get to know people from other groups, people from the general improv community, and um, I think also being part of a troupe like the Oikers, um, people start recognising the name, and you know if you go if you do gigs at different places oh yeah yeah the oikers have heard of the oikers and, and so mm. it just it, it helps to spread the word of improv around a little bit as well and it's uh yeah it's 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 good to be able to say yes i'm in the oikers so because um, sorry just a point on that i have lots of people coming up to me asking where did you get your name the oikers yeah, yeah, it's a good so, name. <laughs> that's probably why it helps stick in people's minds yeah. too. Yeah, because it's unusual, and they think, yeah. "Oh, it's obviously there's obviously a reason behind this." Yeah, 
So what is it? So it's always a really good starting point, isn't it? To yeah, to spread the word a bit. I think for me, it's like once an oika, always an oika. You might leave the oikas for a while, but the oikas never leave you. Yeah. And um, <laughs> to paraphrase a film from the 80s, oikas never die. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know the oikas has opened up a whole new world for me. Improv in general, as um, I do like women in action groups on a Wednesday, I do collective encounters on a every Saturday, we're doing plays. I'm learning lines, believe it or not. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, no. And um, I think no matter what's going on in your life, if you just do a bit of improv in general or you just join the yoga every other week, as long as I'm awake, which I'm off asleep most of the time, um, it'll always pick you up. It'll always make you feel a bit better. Mm. And it'll always remind you that there is somebody there. Yeah. I think it was especially helpful during the lockdown times when yeah. uh, you know you, you couldn't mix with people obviously you used to always look forward to those sessions uh online you know even you know pre-oika days i'm talking about when we, we used to do lci stuff online all that kind of thing uh it does really bring people together and it is like a way of um you know just release yeah 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 that kind of thing yeah <laughs> The fact that we're all here now, you know, and this is a normal thing for us to to just be together uh, on a Wednesday evening. Yet, uh, I mean, other than Seki and I, who happen to be in the same house, we're <laughs> we're all over the place. Yeah. Like, Jenna, you're, you're <laughs> super far away. And, uh, you're able to come and join. Uh, I know some of you are slightly closer together, sort of in the Liverpool area, and then we we've got Dave uh, on Wirral. I've been told not to say the Wirral, it's just on, yeah. just Wirral. On, on, um, yeah, so on you're, you're on Wirral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I just think it's great. I love uh, the, the amount of times it's been a Wednesday, it's middle of the week. I've got loads going on like with work and life and I'm like, oh man, I'm super tired. I, I really don't think I'm in the mood to improvise tonight. And then I turn on the camera and by the end of, of the two hours, I'm sort of completely revitalized. Whatever stresses were going on in my life beforehand don't seem to matter anymore. And I go to bed like a lot happier because I've, I've gone and had that two hours of yeah. fun with the Oikis. <laughs> that, that sums it up nicely. Um, uh... I've always had a, a really serious case of word salad, which makes me a, a slightly odder than the usual person. So I like that there's a place where I can let the word salad out. Like I can say gluten-free yoga and someone <laughs> here will find that amusing. <laughs> so, but whereas out there, they'd be rolling their eyes and wondering, she's a little bit odd, isn't she? <laughs> so I'm, I'm just really glad that the Oikers are there to appreciate such combinations of words. So thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. I think the Oikers might be the new goons, the modern goons. Anybody, <laughs> anybody remembers them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember the goons, yeah. What was that? Ying Tong, Ying Tong, Ying Tong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I think 
that is a great place to end it. I just want to say I couldn't think of a better group of people to celebrate the 100th podcast episode. Yay! Yay. 100! <laughs> well done. 100! 100! We are doing jazz hands, just so you know. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much to the Oikers. It was a really great chat and just a really great time for us to reflect and just thank Liverpool Comedy Improv because we exist thanks to Liverpool Comedy Improv and we came together during a really weird time in the world and we've taken what was a weird time and we've really made something special out of it. So thank you to all of the Oikas that were able to come on. Unfortunately, Stu wasn't able to make it, but we know that he was with us in spirit. And um, yeah, it was just great to all be together. Thank you so much to all of the Oikas and thank you to everyone for listening. That was our 100th episode. It's been uh, you know, a great journey to get here. And this is still, I feel, early on in the journey we've still got a long long way to go with the show i'm super excited about what's coming up next year don't forget we do have that show that we mentioned the christmas palava uh, liverpool comedy improv is putting on at the hope street theater go to the lci website check out the ticket details there and come along have some improv fun celebrate christmas this is the penultimate episode of the year we do have another episode coming out in a couple of weeks and that's going to be a look back at the year a year in review that's something that we do every year on the show it's always a good bit of fun just to reflect on what we've achieved over the year and yeah that's when you'll see me again unless you are coming to that show on the 21st of december it's a thursday night it's at hope street theater i would really love to see you all there If you are interested in getting into improv or are already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene, all you need to do is go to liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk. You can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on X and Instagram we are at Live Comedy Improv. This show has a specific Facebook page where we post the links to the show every week, so go there. Give us a like or a follow or whatever it is you do on Facebook these days and you'll see every Monday, uh, every other Monday when the show drops, uh, there's a link straight to the show there. Now, if you're a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make arrangements as soon as possible. That could be to interview you about your improv journey. It could be about a specific improv topic. It could be for one of our A to Z episodes of which we've got loads more to come next year. So yeah, exciting times ahead. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please give us five stars. Leave us a nice little positive review because it's little things like that that really help to boost the show and get our name out there. If you want to follow me on the social medias, you can do that. Basically, I am at Ian Luke Jones everywhere. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. Uh, these days, most of my most of my socials are sort of centered around my voice acting work. But, you know, uh, there's a little bit of something different on all of them. So, yeah, go along and give me a follow, give me a like, whatever it is you're doing. Or you can just go straight to my website, which is ianlukejones.com. That's I-A-I-N-L-U-K-E jones.com, ianlukejones.com. For all things me, I've just recently updated that as well with a few extra things. Now that I am the the voice of a radio station, there's a few clips of that and, and, and just a bit more updated information of things to come. So yeah, lots of exciting things ahead for me in the voice acting world and lots of exciting things uh, ahead of me in life. And I'm super excited about this podcast next year. So keep coming back because there's plenty of more 
great stuff to come. Before I go, here are some words that are wise, wise, wise. Always remember, whatever the situation, to treat life like improv, and yes, and. <laughs>